What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the 30th episode of the Monument Park Podcast. I'm Cole Weintraub. And I'm Luke Perfacci. 30 episodes sounds crazy. Uh, we've come so far. Uh, I'm not going to go on one of these little, I'm not going to say rants or tangents, but, uh, you know, lots to talk about. And we always do that on the Monument Park Podcast. And, uh, the Yankees, I mean, I'm starting to feel it, man. I'm starting to feel it. And there's an old say. You are what your record says you are. Best team in baseball. Come on, Luke. How you doing? We just keep winning games. We just win a lot. It's very fun, it was. It's different though, because last year we would win in bunches, but we'd also lose in bunches. And I mean, winning a lot feels better when the losing bunches don't come, and we just haven't been losing. I think we've won like eighteen out of our last twenty-one, or something crazy. I mean, we were seven and two since we last talked. Judge and Stanton have looked like on top of the world over the last couple of weeks, even in the text. Yeah, even in the Texas series where the bats were kind of not there, we were still able to win the series. That's what like that's how you know what a good team is is when they win the games that they're not supposed to win. And even the other night in Chicago, like we're in every game, even the ones we lose, like we come back late in the game, even if we don't always close it out, we're just always in the game. So it's been a lot of fun just watching like how we're going to win this game. Like it's different every time and we always come through. I mean, you said it right there. Good teams have good luck. You know, you're not supposed to win, you win. Uh, last year, there would be games where it would seem like we weren't supposed to win and we won, but then games that we should have won, we would just lose. And I don't really think that's going to happen, or hopefully it doesn't happen. It hasn't been happening this year. So, you know, we even talked in a minute. Uh, the Yanks had three days off or a couple days off after we posted the last episode, posted it on five, six, they played their first game against the Rangers on five, eight, where they faced off in a double header. Just want to put out there that I'm, uh, I have a bad cold and I'm in Las Vegas. So just want to put that out there. If I don't sound my, like my normal self, um, Luke, take the first game of the double header. I mean, I mean, we, uh, there's kind of like this unwritten rule where it's like not unwritten rule, but like you're not really you don't really win both games of the double head. And yeah. Go for it. Yeah, I mean, the offense was just flat. Honestly, this whole series. I don't know if it was the off days or what. I just think we get a little inconsistent sometimes. People may have gotten out of rhythm. You've seen it. Rizzo's look kind of weird. DJ's been kind of iffy. Like sometimes that does that? I have confidence that those two will get it back. I, they've earned our trust by now. But yeah, I mean, this first game it was an absolute pitcher's duel, which would make sense when we have Garrett Cole on the mound. But they had Dane Dunning on the mound. This shouldn't be a pitcher's duel. This should be a seven-one win. Like hey. that's no, not hey. It's Dane Dunning. He looked. No. I mean, what one of the one of the better ground ball, you know, inducing pitchers in the league, man. I mean, you can't I, argue he, with it. I mean, you should still be able to hit singles. I'm not saying you got to hit home runs. 
It's true. Yeah. But yeah, you he, he went six innings, gave up a run. Cole went six in the third, gave up a run. He had 10 Ks. This game, it started out, both teams were still in the rain delay. There wasn't any scoring until the bottom of the sixth when Stanton came through with a sack fly. I love when our big hitters can still come in and do like the small ball thing, just get a sack fly, RBI ground out. We saw a couple of times just because those runs add up. Those can be the difference between wins and losses, especially when we're trying to get every run we can on games like this where it's low scoring. Like I saw on Twitter today, in games we scored three runs or more, we're 20 and one. So when you put that into perspective, a sack fly here, an RBI ground out here, a sacrifice bunt here, moving the runner over, that can be the difference between a record that we have right now versus one that's a little less, a couple games worse. So that always is encouraging for me to see that. And then Cole came back out there. He had 10 Ks, so you knew the pitch count was going to be up. He was well north of 100 pitches. I believe he was in the 110s, actually. And he gave up a home run to Calhoun, the last pitch he threw. I don't – I'm very mixed on letting the ace – kind of pitch until he's done i think it would have been appropriate in a game we maybe had like three runs four runs having one run you want to be a little more careful but you won't catch me really complaining about leaving cole in too long unless runners start getting on that's the one where it's like you got to take him out but this solo shot like it happens we should be able to score more than one run and win the game and that's exactly what we did in the seventh we had a little rally we didn't come through. Hicks at the top of the lineup, Judge, batting second. They both kind of didn't come through, so we couldn't capitalize there. That was really our only other – the only reason – that's really our only other scoring chance of the game. Like, they, their bullpen pitched well. Weisinger came in, one and two-thirds, perfect inning, set up Holmes in the top of the ninth, and there wasn't really much offense other than that. And then Glaber put one in the porch, huge dub. Those are the games, like, we keep talking about. You, last year, we wouldn't know. Yeah, Glaber hit a home run, did a little gritty. But you wouldn't know in those low-scoring games if we'd be able to come through. And it seems like a different guy's coming through every time. Glaber looks like he's having fun. The manager for Texas had something to say, which I thought was a little crazy because, I mean, Glaber's ball was gone at most ballparks. I believe it's 26 out of 30. And then Calhoun's home run to tie the game, like, wrapped around the pole. So it wasn't even, like... His was a bomb and ours wasn't. I don't know. It just seems like we're picking at unnecessary things. But, yeah, it's good to see the bullpen pitch well always, especially the Weisinger and Holmes. The Weisinger's looked a little shaky, more in, like, stuff-wise than results. Like, he'll lose the plate sometimes. But Holmes has always looked good. And, yeah, it's a good win. A lot of good things to come out from this game. Yeah, I mean, I got a couple things. Um, with Garrett Cole, I know I talked about it with Luke, like, that day. I kind of, like, thought about it, and it was, like, I, I guess the true reason why I didn't really love it is it's just, like, it's still sort of early in the season. Um, and we're playing the Texas Rangers, and Garrett Cole's going 100 and, what, 12 pitches? And, like, Cole Calhoun hits a home run off him, and it's, like, really? Like, did that need that? Like, if, if we just got in the bullpen, that doesn't happen. Like, I, I know it's Garrett Cole, but 110 pitches in. Um, yeah, you talk about lasagna, and it's that's it's the hard thing about a podcast is, you know, if you wait if you wait a little over a week, a lot can change. You could talk about a guy good in one game and then be talking you-know-what at him at the end. So 
Yeah, he did go an inning and two-thirds perfect here, but just wait till the end. Um, and then, yeah, Chris Woodward. I mean, who are you? I mean, who are you? If I wasn't such a weird baseball fan, I probably wouldn't even know your name. So, whatever. Um, you know, going to the second game, the original pitching matchup was going to be Glenn Otto, Garrett Cole, which I thought was just the prototypical just lose by 10 run day. But it wasn't because Monty pitched against Glenn Otto. So, automatically, we're not scoring more than two runs. Uh, so, well, what happened? Uh, Eli White, which is funny because in Chris Woodward's post game after the first game, said that was a Little League ballpark. Eli White comes up in the sixth inning. I know we're getting a little far, but comes up in the sixth inning and porches one into the first row. Like, isn't like karma supposed to like bite you? Isn't it supposed to like, come on? Um, it, it made it 2 1 because John Carlo hit one of the furthest balls I've ever seen hit uh, into the bullpen off Glen Otto. But Glen Otto gave up nothing else. He went five innings, two runs. I think with Glen Otto was like, and right now at least, definitely right now, is he didn't really have a spot in a rotation. Like, best case scenario next year. When, if and when, if we don't re-sign Tyone, you still got to battle out against the Schmidt and the Heel and the, you know, well, the Chuck and the Wisniewski. He didn't really have a spot on the team unless he was absolutely brilliant in AAA, and that's hard to do to a guy. I know he was already last year, and if he did it again, God bless him, but that is very hard to do. Um so, yeah, I, I just want to see him pitch well elsewhere, especially because we traded Joey Gallup for him. It makes, makes my argument stronger, or does it? Um, in the seventh inning, uh, Monty gave up a leadoff double. I remember Luke was questioning whether they should have pulled him. He may have. He only had, I think he left the game with only, like, 71 pitches, which is, like, very low. I, that, I believe that's what I saw when I looked at it. So he gave up a leadoff double to the switch hitter, Jonah Heim. And I was, I was not too pleased with watching Jonah Heim beat up on the Yankees this series because, you know, we, I wanted to trade for Mitch Garver, said that multiple times. He's their catcher. And then we trade for Jose Trevino, couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. So got him. And then Jonah Heim's just raking. So that's nice. Uh, just trying to pull up Montgomery's pitch count. 71 pitches through six innings. I mean, the guy went six innings, four hits, two earned runs, five strikeouts. Even yeah, you when can't Mar- pull yeah. a guy like that. You can't pull a guy with that low of a pitch count. Has to be at least like 90 when you're rolling yeah. like that. Is what it is. You know, six innings. I mean, that's uh, for what it is. And yeah, we won four, lost four, two, but that could have been like, Seven, eight innings. I mean, think about it. I don't no, know why. They, I don't know why. They, yeah. So, you know, gives up a leadoff double. Then they bring in Michael King, all reliable Michael King. Uh, and, you know, second and third, one out, threw a wild pitch, scored Heim. And they gave up an absolute moonshot to Brad Miller. 
Brad Miller and Cole Calhoun hit home runs off us in the same day, and I'm not even surprised. Those are the guys. They'll just run into one sometimes. I feel like Brad Miller's the, like, typical pinch hit guy. I don't even know if he was pinch hitting here. I feel like he's always just doing that. It's sometimes sometimes guys just run into him. I don't I don't fault King too much. I mean, the wild pitch is unfortunate, but you're not going to have every scoreless inning. I think we've had as close to a perfect bullpen season as we could ask for so far until later in the episode. But I don't know. This these game you just you're like you said you're never going to win both. It's just how it works with the doubleheader. And and it's like you're never gonna win both. And then you almost you almost had this one. Uh, that's that's certainly annoying as a as a fan because you know the guys want to win just as much as we do. I mean, even more. They're the ones you know going out there and performing. So you know, Brad Miller gut punch. We do nothing. I believe Judge came up with the bases loaded. Couldn't get anything done. But I'm not gonna sit on this podcast and rip Aaron Judge. That would be stupid. Um, this was probably one of the most boring games of the year so far. I mean, I I, I think I took a nap during it. Uh, the offense had three hits, and like I said, we could have won the game, but it is what it is. We move on to the next game, and uh, our boy with the mustache did his thing. He. He's crazy. The fact that he – we sh- this is a series we should have lost two out of three because we didn't hit a lick. We scored – let's see. Yeah, I mean, we scored five runs in three games, and we won two of them. That's just a testament to how good our pitching has been. And Nestor, I mean, he took a no-hitter into one out in the eighth inning. If we were winning this game 4 nothing, and Nestor could have just pounded the zone late in the innings, I seriously think he could have done it. Like, he was being so careful. He wasn't trying to give up anything. No, like, he's making sure he didn't hang anything because one run in that game was massive because we only scored one run. I seriously think we could have seen a Nestor no-hitter if we had put across, like, three, four runs. But, I mean, this was – what a performance. This is the type of stuff that separates the good from the great teams, these types of wins where guys just step up and play unbelievable. And we needed every bit of it. We didn't score until – late i believe the eighth inning maybe the seventh this is the eighth if we got a runner on we got judge on rizzo hit one like against the shift or into the soft spot of like where the outfielders were the center fielder was shaded towards right the left fielder was straight up and it was kind of like less center ish and judge saw it the whole play was in front of him and he just kind of put his head down and knew he was going to score and he got the run which is huge you don't see judge turn on the jets he he knew I mean, he could get there. He I mean, he, he, looked, could get there. he looked like Noah Fant running the, no, run the slam. I know. No, he was – he he. that was very impressive base running. It's always I'll, like he didn't even – I'll give up? Judge more credit. He looked like Travis Kelsey scoring the game when he touched out. I, I didn't want to break Why did I say Noah Fant? Like, what? He stinks. I don't know because he's your guy. Um, No, but Judge didn't even look at the third base coach, put his head down. And got us the run, which was huge because we've been struggling for runs all series. And Holmes, after Nestor gave up the hit with one on the eighth, it was just a single up the middle. He came in, got the double play. Holmes has been Mr. coming in the middle of the inning, get the double play. Talk about a ground ball pitcher. His everything he throws is laterally and downwardly moving at all times. He he's Matt, that's a Matt Blake special right there. 
And then Chapman came in for the save, got a little dicey. They just missed one with two outs. Gallo looked a little Nick lost out Solak. there. Nick Solak. Nick Solak. Gallo looked like he'd never seen the ball in his life, but he found it and made the catch. It's just it it was a great win, but it's like it sucks to see the offense not consistent. Obviously, you can't rake every game, but it's like I said earlier, Rizzo and DJ have been a little weird. I think this may have been like one of the last hits Rizzo's gotten. Like he's been sliding for sure. I just, yeah, you want, it's always that worry in the back of your mind. You're going to go to October and get cold. So I'm praying on that. Pray we figure it out. We have a lot of guys though that are proven in October. So I'm not overly worried. I just hope it doesn't become an issue. Yeah, totally. I don't, I don't want to see this team pull a 2018 and just go silent or, you know, sorry to hit a soft spot, but like 2017 on the road in Houston, like just couldn't hit. I mean, sign stealing doesn't matter when you can't hit. Like we didn't hit. Um, So yeah, that, I don't know. Yankee fans and like a role, this chat, like feel so disconnected from a role, this chat and like, like, Sometimes I kind of kind of forget he's on the Yankees. Like I don't know if that sounds weird. I could just be pulling this way out of right field, but like I don't know. Like I, you don't see his face a lot. Like you see, you know, Rizzo. But we're paying this guy so much money, and I know he's our closer. But it's like when it was like Mariano, and just like I know that's like a bad example, but like oh, I Edwin Diaz. I know that guy pitched for the Mets. Like I see his face all the time. Roll this Chapman. I don't know. I, I, I feel like not yeah, he's not the most, he's not the most marketable guy either. I feel yeah. like he's kind of just his own creature, but yeah, he's a weird case, man. I don't yeah. know what, uh, there's, there's just, it's just a roll this. Like, I don't know. And you, and you just know, he's going to be the, the root cause to our downfall at the end. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't really love him either. No, um, no, 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 no. There's not much to love about that guy. It's not that clear. That that is very true. Um, so you see these two games against Toronto, and you're like, "Dang, like we can't hit right now." And then we got to face Toronto, and our boy Yusei Kikuchi is coming in here, and he's gonna pitch against us. We can't hit right now. Well, we usually hit left-handed pitching better. Not this game. Um, I believe Kikuchi had a uh, had a no-no through five. So that's nice. Way to go. Yankees, they continued to not hit. But at the start of this game, I want to focus this recap, this part of the recap on Luis Severino. Because came out really slow. Um, lead off home run to George Springer because he's just the best lead off hitter ever. So good. Sorry, so sorry good. Derek Cheater. Um, then he gave up. You know, a two-run double to Espinal in the second inning. Uh, it was ruled a home run originally. Oh, yeah. It was the play where Hicks, like, it hit his glove, brought it back, whatever. Way to go. Good way man. to go, Hicksy. Um, and <laughs> so that the Jays had a three-run lead, and, you know, Severino had thrown a lot of pitches. But he settled down, and he retired – Nine in a row, which is big. Nine in a row before he got pulled. 
And with how many games the Yankees have to play on, like consecutively, conserving the bullpen is very important. So when you see your guy not pitching great at the beginning of the game, working up that pitch count, but he's able to like give it his best shot. And actually, see. like, yeah, exactly. And like, even when you don't have it, you still figure it out. It's, that's one thing I loved about pitching was because it's just something that's like an art. Like you could, you could still, if you screw up on the one color, you could fix it and it still might look good. I just used a painting analogy. It was terrible, but you got the idea. Um, four and two thirds, three earned runs, eight strikeouts. It's like our worst start of the year and it's a good start. Yeah. It's, and it was against it's one, cra- of, well, it's one of the better offenses about, in yeah. baseball. I mean, it's against other the Toronto the Cole melt- Other than the Garrett Cole melt- meltdowns, that's one of the worst oh. ones, and he ends with eight strikeouts. No, like, yeah, 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 exactly. Like, that's such a testament to the rotation and him too, because that could have gotten. I thought we were going to lose that game like seven, like seven, eight, zero, eight, one, whatever. Like I thought we were just going to yeah. punt. But no, yeah, I mean, yeah. gave us a shot. That's all you got to do with this lineup because they can score in bunches. You just got to keep us in the game enough to have a chance to win at the end, and that's exactly how this game went. Like how many three nothing leads? I mean, this one's an example. How many three nothing leads have we just come back from? I mean, it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy. Exactly. It's just, it's just so money. So, like I said, Kikuchi no no through five. But you know, ever since Luke and I have badmouthed him, he's just pitched really well against us. Should I think probably he throws st- harder now. I think he throws harder now. Uh, I don't know. It looks like it because we can't maybe for maybe. I don't know. Uh, well. You know, sixth inning, much different story. DJ broke up the no-hitter, the leadoff double, and Judge followed out with an infield single. So you have second and third, and uh, Rizzo hit a fly ball, advanced. Sorry, first and second. Sorry, what? Uh, I Rizzo flew out, which advanced DJ to, sec- to third, so I guess DJ didn't get any. Oh, Judge lead- infield single. Sorry. So first and second, Rizzo moved DJ to third, and then after – um, Kikuchi got rid of the fly out. Uh, Montoya went to the bullpen and brought in Yimmy Garcia to face John Carlo Stanton. And I told my dad that I felt like Garcia was going to hang one of his sliders and Stanton was going to pull it and punch it deep into the night. Well, he hung one of his sliders, but John Carlo had, you know, other feelings and punched it into the first row in the right field seats. Perfection. I love seeing that because it's just like ever since that guy started talking about the short porch, we're just hitting it in the short porch. So way to go, John Carlo. What a clutch home run. I mean, 3 nothing to 3-3. Like, I feel like this – like, yeah, it was hype, but I feel like this year it's just happening so much. Like, that stuff's just happening. It's like you it kind of expect it sometimes. You Every know? given night, it's like, how are we going to win this time? Like, what? who's going to come yeah. through with the big hit? Who's going to make the big play on defense? That's just how this team's felt so far. Yeah, exactly. And like I said in the open, like, I'm starting to feel something about this team. In 2019, we would be down 4 nothing. I wouldn't break a sweat, you know? Like, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't scared about the, the early deficit. I, I, knew this, I knew that team could come back and win it, and I know this team can come back and win games. And that's just a really good feeling. Um, so Kurt, Donaldson comes up 
And it's like the second pitch of the at-bat. Garcia hits him on the elbow. And it's like he got ejected. But I don't understand. No. I I don't. And once you do that, you got to stay consistent with it. So, like, any pitch close, if you got to give warnings after that. They didn't even give him a warning. They just chucked him. I mean, that was crazy. Yeah, that was nuts. I didn't get that. And I thought they threw out Montoyo, and they didn't. He was just still in the dugout. I don't know if he Bobby Valentine it or he just stood there. The whole thing didn't make sense. And then in the later inning, uh, get threw up and into Bichette at least once. It might have even been twice, like up and in, like brushed him, and there wasn't even a warning. And that's – I think that may have been when – Montoya got tossed, but it's like I agree, like it made no sense. It was just like completely isolated from the other incident, but it was the exact same thing. I don't know. It, yeah, I was very, I mean, it was in our favor and it got the crowd hype, so I didn't really. I mean, I was laughing. I was, yeah, laughing. No, I was like, it was like one of those things where it's funny when it breaks your way, but if it breaks the other way, you're so like lost and confused, but yeah, no, totally. Um, so you know, that happens. It's tied at three. Go to the eighth inning, and uh, why is this guy still pitching the eighth inning? Like, what? Dude, he's in the eighth. Loisig is in the sixth, and they're both weird <laughs> in that role. Just switch it. Like, I don't understand. Loisig right. in the eighth inning last year was, like, the best pitcher in the world. Like, just flip him. Please. You know what I just – this game, Miguel Castro was – the nastiest I've seen him. That pitch, the 99 with the all the run. <laughs> it ended in the middle of the plate. The guy thought it was a ball. It was- Dude, I I would take anybody else to pitch the eighth inning than Chad Green. Dude, Chad Green is the most sixth inning relief pitcher I've ever seen. Just stick him in the middle so that we have a chance to win when he gives up eight runs. He's the tip – like, you bring him in when you're up four runs and you need someone to put the ball over the plate. Yeah. And get Pitching out. Because he's league. never going to walk anybody because his ball doesn't move. So, you yep. put him in up runs and then he won't ruin the game. He may give up one or two. But if you get that for – if you get two innings, two runs out of Chad Green when you're up like 5-1, it doesn't sound great, but it's like that's the best you're going to get. The guy gives up runs every time. Chad Green pitches with a lead even when the game is tied. I mean, we talk about pitching with He just puts it over, whatever. Here it is. Hit it. 94. I mean, geez, Louise. So, sorry. I I went on the rant before I even said what happened. Um, So, yeah, I guess if, if you didn't know, uh, the Jays <laughs> took the lead. <laughs> um, so RBI double to Yuli Gurriel. Sorry, Lordy's Gurriel. That was at his head, and I and I see that Luke added something. And Hicks didn't hustle, or was that me? That must have been no. You. I added it. Charlie no, yeah, no, no hustle. Took an hour I, to get to the ball. I don't know what he's doing I, out there. I actually totally forgot about that. Yeah, he just didn't run. He and just, then he just didn't run to the ball. And then so Kirk's on first. Right? 
No, Wait. Vlad scored from first. Oh, sorry. I Big knew boy scored from first. Yeah, I, was I like, knew. Dude, run. Yeah, I knew it was someone slow. Hicks, like, does a little, like, and then, like, <laughs> throws it. It's like, bro, get it in. Everyone's talking about that, but, like, I was more focused on the fact that he literally walked to the ball. No, that, too. It was all that just was the even, It was even worse. Oh, it was just wow. all of it together. Just what are yeah. you doing, dude? So, that yeah, you know, he throws it to IKF. I'm like, he's got, like, the, the worst arm in baseball. So, that's what it is. He's our shortstop. That's nice. Uh, and then Alejandro Kirk in a sack fly to make it 5-3. And if it wasn't already bad. So the Yankees did nothing in the bottom of the eighth. I'm just ready to just blame it all on Chad Green. Coming up in the ninth was 8-9-1 with IKF and Trevino. So I'm like, ugh. Wani threw a scoreless ninth. Wani should have pitched the eighth. Um, so we're going to the ninth. IKF, strikeout. Surprise. Um, I, I don't know. I just I like to to just criticize IKF when I have the chance to, but then praise him when he does well. It's, it's just a love hate. Um, yeah. So Jordan Mano's and he's got the league leader and he's the league leader in saves. So I lost all hope when Trevino came up, but I was so wrong. This guy comes up and works a walk. I mean, that he was the stared him down too. He stared him down. He got him so rattled. He looked at him right in the face. He's like, dude, he, you're walking me. He's because he, he kept throwing, he kept he throwing slider. Yeah, exactly. Because he kept throwing sliders in and he kept ducking, like ducking out of the way. And he did the same thing to DJ. And he walked too. So all of a sudden, the winning runs at the plate in the name of Aaron Judge. And Mr. it's like Clutch. uh yeah, Mr. Clutch. And I'm like. Oh my, like, just do it once. Just do it. Like, if there's, just, just do it now. Just do it now. Like, right now, dude. So they do a mound visit. I don't know what they were talking about in that mound visit. I think yeah. the pitching coach went out there and said, don't hang a slider. Yeah, Second don't throw pitch. a slider down the middle. He threw three of them. Like, Second, what are we doing? He, guy? Just, he just threw another one to judge. Bam. 450. The crowd just went up. Everyone's crying. Everyone's no. happy. <laughs> Nobody's crying. No, no, no. Tear, tear the tears of joy. Oh I, I was, God. I was on the. I was, well, you hear my voice. That's partially why this Aaron Judge, this Aaron Judge home run like six days ago is the reason why I don't have a voice. Um, just what an electric moment. Man. And it's just, a, it's just a huge win. And I, I mean, Aaron Judge. This guy is a man on a mission. He's hitting for contact. He's hitting for power. He's playing a great right field. He's running the bases like an NFL tight end. Luke, gonna win. he's like gonna win the, the MVP. Fella? He's gonna win the MVP. Like he's that's the definition of betting on yourself. What he did, turning down a very fair offer, which I can't say I liked at the time, but you gotta respect betting on yourself, and then playing like this. Yeah. He's and, out of control. And he has a, like, he has a partner in crime in Stan. They're both just hitting the lights out of the ball. I mean, they've got... Can, can we re-sign Judge in the middle of the season? 
Please? I mean, we this is probably the highest. It doesn't they'll figure it out. He's not gonna they'll figure it out. The way he's playing, you can't let this guy go. I mean, they these two, man, judge especially. That ball went so far. So far. He didn't even he grittied. He did gritty. That's how you know. Teams having fun. It's always better than the teams having fun. There's another one we felt like we just stole, but at the it's really not. Like you gotta if you put this team in the position to win at the end of the game, it's up to whether or not proven hitters are gonna hit in big spots. And now we have when everybody's right, we have six proven hitters that come up in the late innings and they're a threat. Even like I know Glaber's either like very on or like kind of eh. I know Donaldson's not come through more than he has come through, but every time in the late innings, the top four and then those two come up, there's a good chance stuff's getting done. And again, this game. Yeah, I mean, one thing, one thing about Glaber, like, I even when he's not hitting well, I still think he comes up and does it. Exactly. It's just one of my observations. A large sample size because he's been playing bad. Always been clutch. Always been clutch stuff. Exactly. So, I mean, we got another game against the Blue Jays. And it's like, and it's like you want, you want to win so bad because it's like we just did all that to win. And tomorrow we're going to split. We're not going to pick up a game. It's like, come on. This typical like 12 30 start hangover game after a big win. If I'm if I was a betting man, I would have hammered the Blue Jays in this one because there's just it's such a letdown spot after a win like that. And Tyone started out, he gave up a run in the first, down quick one nothing. But similar to Sevy, it wasn't as severe. He didn't give up a lot of runs, but he ended with five and a third, two runs, and only one walk. Like he was efficient. He got through the innings, and the second run came until later, and it was like a sack fly. Like he he wasn't like he was giving up big big blows, big hits. And speak of the guy, Glaber Torres, any given day, this guy can come in and just get the hits and get us a win. And he did. He had a three-run bomb to go up 3-1, and then they cut it to 3-2, and second and third, two outs, two-run single up the middle. Just a clutch. Just a clutch hit. And when you have a bullpen like we do, where Michael King can come in, get us out of the jam, and then struggle a little bit, we can have Holmes come in. And get Guerrero to double tend to a double play because it's just we have the guys that are picking each other up. I feel like we're kind of seeing the way the bullpen is gonna shape up in the sense that Kings a lot of the time the first one out, Holmes comes in anytime is like damage control, especially when Chapman's available to pitch. And in this game, I mean we got third up five two, but you get Chapman in the ninth and you never know. And this is one of those where. I was kind of worried we used King and Holmes because they're usually the ones to clean up the mess. Because he got shaky. Started off with a double a walk or a double a wild pitch and then a walk. Then gave up a sack fly, which in that situation, that's fine. You just want outs. And then it's tying run to the plate for Boba Shett and Vladdy. They're two stars. And man, Bo almost did it. He had a really good at bat and he cranked one foul. You can tell he was right on it. He was I wouldn't right have ta- I, I wouldn't have talked to you for three days. I mean, that was just I was I was kind of distracted in the moment and I looked over and I just saw the ball in the air and I was like, oh please. Because I knew he was hitting too. I was like, this can't be real. But it was foul. It was it was more foul than I thought when I originally saw it. He yeah, I mean see the problem with you saying all this about Boba Shett 
is like he's going to come up in a big moment in a big spot in a game at the end of the year, and you're just going to be way too nervous. Like even if you're, yeah, even if I don't jinx it in the moment, I I already it's too late. It's already too late, and it's like it's just added added. You to can the, see it. He's been raking against us, and he's hitting two thirty five on the year. Like he must not be getting hits right. against anybody other than us. No, probably like not. It's, and it's my fault. And then, so yeah, I got Bo to strike out because he stinks. And then Vlad, he's always a tough one, but he popped up. He's been off. He was off these two games. He was breaking bats, doing all sorts of yeah. stuff. But what it's I took he, from this. Yeah, it's because he showed us up at the end of the last series. He's like doing a split. Yeah, yeah well, he had to do the split. But he's like putting his hat on backwards, ripping his jersey out like he's Rafael Soriano. Like he just won the World Series. I saw people on Twitter going, be like, oh, you don't want to see the guy celebrate? No, I don't want to see the guy celebrate when it's May 3rd. And, like, no, just, just yeah. like, Please. okay, you won the game. Do it like you've done it a hundred other times. What happens? They're exciting. They're young. They're overrated. That's what it is. But Not, what we take- no, no, don't say that. Whatever. You just said the, Vlad this- was over. No, they are. They're the Blue Jays. They're a young, right, overrated right. team. That's what it is. Um, no, yeah. I mean, I kind of retroactively said this after what happened in the White Sox series, but Chapman's just primed for his yearly, like, summertime, just can't throw a strike. Right in the does, heat of our of our winning streak. Just I think he may have ruined my 4th of July vacation the last three years. Yeah. So I just it's, it's clockwork with this dude. <laughs> and then he figures it out in August, and then we get to the end, and he blows it. It's really bad, and it's it's so on brand. I hope we have enough. Can we just stop using him if he gets bad? Well, that's that's like I we think have the plan. enough arms now, especially yeah. when we trade for a no name, and he turns out like God, like we also do every year. That's another clockwork. But I mean, if that's the case, put Holmes, Elijah, any of them in the ninth, like rotate it. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Him. Flip a coin. Yeah. Him. Beautiful. Wandy, perfect. Like it's <laughs> it's literally fine. He not could Chad be a Green, though. He's not, a, no, not no, Chad no, Green, no, though. No, 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 no. Wandy could be a closer for like a really bad he's a crazy team. man. Because he's a crazy man. He I is a crazy he, man. He, he, we don't he see has, him enough, but he's crazy. No, he's nuts, that guy. But yeah, I mean, two games. It's huge for the standings. We talked yeah. about this going into it where it's like the three game sets are easy. Even if you drop two out of three, you only lose a game, and it's not detrimental. But with a two-game series, you can't afford to lose both interdivision, and that's exactly what we avoided, and that's exactly what happened to Toronto. And they really, I mean, they're falling behind in those standings. Yeah. And I think this started it, to be honest. So, yeah, I, I, I want to I wanna say one quick thing about the bullpen. Like, ever since I saw that raised bullpen in 2020, the one that we just couldn't hit, remember? Um or the one that we just can't hit any year. I realized that it's like your bullpen, everybody needs, like, there's a role with everybody. Obviously, you have an innings role, but, like, you have a guy that can throw a heater. You have a guy that can throw a sinker. You have a guy that you could bring in to get a huge double play ball. This year, we can plug and play because we've got the guys for the certain situations. I don't know if I've ever seen a guy like Clay Holmes where you just bring him in and it's just double play or strikeout. Double player strikeout. And I it might bite myself. I might bite myself. This might come to bite me eventually. But 
I didn't mean to say I bite myself. That was a little weird. But Clay Holmes, you just put him in and just you get what you want with, you know, the wise guy. I know he's been struggling. You need to break a bat. You need a soft contest. You bring in you soft contact. You bring in Loisga. It's just different guys in different roles. I love it because this bullpen is just right where it needs to be. Um, so now we're going to Chicago. So, Luke, what would you split written all over it? Yeah, yeah, a series Luke, split. But but Luke, what would you do if you're twenty five year old second baseman? Uh, if he had five RBIs, David Four against a division rival, would you uh, play him or sit him against the White Sox? Load management. No, yeah. Load no, management. No, I mean, no, load management and twenty five years old can't go together. It's Glaber Torres. The only explanation would have been if like DJ sat the day before and they just flipped him, but that just didn't really happen. But that so didn't happen. So I don't know what the like what if there's put yourselves in his shoes. Like you just hit five RBIs. What else do you gotta do? It feels like they're scheduled off this. Maybe he's bad against Cease. I don't know. It's one of the two things, either matchups-wise or he's scheduled. I mean, they can schedule them all they want if we just keep winning. Like tonight, Judge is sitting, probably scheduled. They probably have that written on the board since opening day that he's going to sit this first ball tomorrow. <laughs> like, it's just honestly, but yeah, as long as we keep well, winning, I'll be fine. You said split. I thought this is maybe a game we would lose, especially with Luis Hill pitching. Right, this was the Hill game, yeah. Uh, Dylan Cease. One of the best breaking balls I've ever seen. You know, very fast fastball. Right. Very hard fastball. Very slow changeup overlaid with the curveball. Just unhittable at some points. I thought he was going to carve us up. And he kind of did. He kind of didn't. Big G, you know, took him deep in the first inning. I was like, all right. He pitched Giancarlo Stanton. Like, he was pitching to Barry Bonds. Like, he pitched to Aaron Judge. There it is, blah, blah, blah. John Carlo comes up. He's throwing him away. He's throwing it up out of the zone. Yeah, he couldn't command anything, or maybe that was what he was trying to do. Then he throws this big, loopy curveball, and Stan just goes, whop, right field, 2 nothing Yankees. And that's such a boost if you're Luis Hill. Because you come out, haven't made a road start, you know, first start of the season, you know, all eyes on you. It's known for a shaky control. Kind of did, kind of didn't pitch well. You know, his first inning strikes out Anderson, Moncada, Abreu. And Anderson's one of the hottest hitters in all of baseball, best batting average in ba- and one of the best batting averages in all of, the, all of baseball. Turned to my dad after he does, did all that. I was like, this guy's a perfect relief pitcher. I mean, this guy, you know, God forbid he ever added a breaking ball. His fastball is awesome. His fastball is so much ride on it. It doesn't move a lot, but it, it just zips in there. Well, Live arm. exactly. Like most relief pitchers, though, He's you struggle. You, you yeah. struggle after one inning of work. So in the second inning, gave up an RBI double to A.J. Pollock. A two-run single to Louis Garcia, Louis Garcia, 
and the Yankees are now down three to two. And I'm like, oh, man. Dylan Cease just struck out everybody. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he uh, he struck out like every batter but one. Yeah, no. The first they said on the broadcast, the first like three innings were yeah. a a walk, a strikeout, or a home run. It was seven strikeouts, the walk, and then the he had, home run. He had four innings and eleven strikeouts. I mean, that's, that's crazy. And he had that's six earned runs. I don't know, like that. How do you outcomes. do that? <laughs> yeah, a three outcome pitcher. We need one of those. Yeah, we don't have enough. Three pair him up with guys on our team. Pa- pa- pair him up with Joey G. Oh, um. So I was starting to get annoyed by Keel. He didn't, you know, really have a put away pitch, and I thought our bullpen was going to get taxed. I felt they were, he was just going to mail it in, and they were just going to pull him. But he didn't. He did settle in a bit in the third. But after we scored four in the top half of the third with a Rizzo RBI triple, Giancarlo, another two-run home run, dude's on fire, and a DJ RBI double, he loaded the bases in the fourth inning. I'm like, here he comes. So Tim Anderson comes up. Sorry, Garcia comes up, right? Um, I think so. The number nine guy comes up. It's a slow roller to announce and he makes a really nice play at the plate. And, you know, there's two outs. Anderson comes up, works a deep count, gets him to two strikes. And I'm like, all right, dad, he's going to throw a fastball up at his eyes. And I was like, actually, no, he's throwing this one above the catcher's head. And then it just happened. And I was like, did I really need to, you know, rephrase? So, Gives up another run, but then he strikes out Anderson on a high curveball that he just checked at, and it was like, why did I ever do that? So he ends up going, you know, Anderson went 0 for 3 against him, so hopefully that's a good sign. Four innings, five hits, four in runs, two walks, five strikeouts. Option the next day, but it's fine. Solid outing. He's going to be done being a starter. Yeah. He has like a 90 RA in AAA, too. They literally just have to stop. Bring him in for two yeah. innings late in the game. Try to get him to be a really good two inning pitcher, and then he'll. Like if they do yep. that, like by off, like by the stretch run, he could be impactful for us. I mean, is there a better comparison than the Dellen Patances? I mean, yeah, Dellen Patances had like one of the best slurbs I've ever seen, but and the heels just all though no, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. and just like stature, and I know Dellen was taller, but like. Man, if Heel can throw something that's slower than his 93 mile an hour changeup, like he needs he needs something that's going here to here and cuts. Like it needs to be slow. Cause I mean it's fastball. He needs to take notes from Dylan Cease. Yeah, he needs that little whatever. Yep. So 70. Yeah, this game stalled, I think, to like the sixth inning. When uh, Aaron Judge came up and just absolutely, sorry, seventh inning, just 457 foot home run off Ryan Burr deep into the night. Been saying that a lot, which is a good sign. So Yanks take a 7 4 lead, which is, you know, 
you know, we took the 6-4 lead with that big inning. He gives up the run 6-4. Now it's 7-4. So Litke pitched the sixth. They bring him back out. He hadn't pitched in a week. So, you know, he pitches. He did pretty well. He dropped, like, there was a miscommunication at the end of the one inning. You know, ball dropped in. But he was rolling, so they brought him back out. Uh, gave up a leadoff single. And then here comes Loisigan. And I go to my room, lie down, check the at-bat app. All of a sudden, it's three. It's a three-run home run, and it's all tied up at seven. It was it was so interesting the way it unfolded because he came in immediately and just looked wrong, and then the bomb happened, and it's like, of course, like he's due for one of these every once in a while. And then they go out and talk to him, and it was almost like the reverse of what you, we were talking about earlier where they went out to the mound to check on Romano, and they just made him so much worse. But why does it get through? He, I think he had six pitches after that in the inning before he got out of it, and they were all disgusting. Like, I I'm, I think he may have, like, I think they may be, like, working through something mechanically with him, and that's also could be why he's not pitching high leverage because it went – it was just a total switch. Like, he was just throwing everything exactly how it needed to be, 98 on the black, just like he used to, and it's – I'm not overly concerned, but it was a shot no. that he let up. I'm he'll be fine. I'm really I'm really not worried about him. I trust him more than I think anybody in our bullpen if they lose it to figure it out. Yeah, and I mean he's he's been pitching since 2018. I mean that's hard to believe. It's crazy. He's pitched a lot, so he knows how to get out. He'll figure it out. His stuff's still like Luke just said, his stuff's still great. Um so I was pretty disappointed. Because you do all that, it's for the seven runs. You know, I thought we were going to win the game with Luis Hill. We we're going to squeak away. But we didn't. But the, the eighth inning, top of the eighth inning, was maybe the most entertaining half inning to recent memory. I mean, and it's because Hicks grounded out and Gallo struck out, of course, to begin the inning, right? And we won one, two, three, right? No. No, we didn't. Marwin, two-out walk. That's something a lot of people will forget. I mean, Marwin Gonzalez started this I rally. I will forget that. I won't. I won't. Marwin's my guy. Um, Glaber came in to pinch hit, and he walked, which was awesome. It was a great at-bat. Shout-out, Glaber. He's probably just a little, little bit annoyed that he wasn't playing. But once again, he's doing all he can. Here he is. DJ came up and walked. And then you're like sitting there and you're like, Joe Kelly can't find the play. And that's perfect because I don't like Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly is the worst. And yeah, Joe Kelly and the Yankees have a lot of history. So Judge came up. He got it as a deep count, 3 2, right? You know, they kept him in. They kept Kelly in. It's right. It's the right move, right? Slow roller into the five hole. You know, backhand, throw to first, skipped it in. Judge beats it out. You know, Bray's just kind of standing there, you know, standing there. Glaber's just busted his you-know-what, and he scores two. Two runs scored on infield single. Glaber Torres is doing everything the guy can. I tweeted before he had the five RBIs, that I was sick of him. Then he gets the five RBIs. I'm like, all right. 
And I'm like, why is he not playing? And here he is in extra innings. And I tweet out, he's got to play every day. So there you go. Very heads up. Nine, seven Yankees. It was like the play that Josh yeah. Chisholm made that blew up on social media. No one posted this one, but I mean, it's just as impressive. Like the guy's going to his left or going to his right, throws across the body, and you just never stopped running. It was perfect. It was a huge like, run, too. The difference between one and two runs is huge. Like, sorry he doesn't have blue hair. Sorry. Um, so, pass ball. Like, they just left Kelly in there. Like, I don't they know what they were doing. Die. They left him in against Rizzo. They had a lefty warming up. So, for Stan. Right, right. Exactly. So, pass ball, second and third. Rizzo walks. He just he, – he threw the pass ball to open up first base. It was perfect. He did it on purpose, right? So, base is loaded. They bring in Tanner Banks. Who? I never heard of the guy. So, I was like, all right, whatever. They show Stanton's one for four with the bases juice. They just brought in a lefty pitcher that I've never heard of. Two-run single up the middle. There you go, Tony LaRusso. Nice move. Donaldson, like, second pitch because he always swings right after Stanton does something. It's usually an out. Three-run home run. 14-7 Yankees. Judge hit a sack fly. His fourth RBI. Yanks win 15-7. I mean, what a statement. I mean, I didn't know we were playing football in the month of May. And we got a two-point conversion. It's <laughs> – yeah, we we score in bunches when someone gets a go and we just keep rolling. And it rolled right into the next game. It felt like a continuation. First inning, Stanton, bomb. It's like, all right, so we're just going to win this game by 100. Too. Deja vu. And that's kind of what happened. I mean, you have Cole on the mound. And then the second inning, we came right back like – IKF got a hit. They ran a hit and run with Trevino. He got a hit, which is just like, all right. Of course he did. Of course he did, right? Yeah. Hicks double. Nice. DJ RBI ground down. No, hold on. Hold on. Hicks RBI. No, Hicks RBI double. We need to say it because it never happens. Have to say it. What? We have to say that. Hicks had an RBI double. I did. No, you just said a Hicks double. RBI double. Brought yep. his average up with running scoring position to probably like 105, whatever. Yep. DJ RBI ground out. Not fine. Donaldson, it's not fine at all. <laughs> Donaldson double. Another one. He's 5 0. It's like, all right, 5 0, call on the mound. Like, I could turn this off. And I kind of could have. Like, Cole, you could tell he's pitching with the lead. He's just attacking the zone. Nine K, just getting ahead on guys. There was a little, there's a weird play in the fourth. He like, Tried to pick off the guy at first. DJ just first wasn't third there. Routes. Yeah, and DJ just wasn't covering, so it was a balk. So he let up a run on that. But it was like IKF's defense was weird all day. Like, people were on base. Like, it was just strange. Like, it wasn't – And he had, he had two errors in the 5-3 win the second game against the Blue Jays. He had two errors in that game. He, so we come he back, gets, so he comes – he has the yips. He has the yips. He doesn't know when to field the ball. He doesn't know when to throw the ball. He doesn't yeah, know how hard to throw, you know – it's like, dude, relax. Like, you're the he's shortstop. Very, he's very hit or miss. Very hit or miss. So, yeah, it was one of those weird games. Cole kept trying to, like, fire him up on them. I don't know. I thought it was kind of corny. Yeah, it was so corny. Whatever. We don't have to even. They're like, yeah. It's like, you're going to baby IKF? Like, come on. He's a grown man. He'll figure it he's out. Like, he's like 27. 
It's not like know, he's like Oswald like, Oswald Peraza. He's like twenty two. Just he's right out of the womb. It's ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> you let up a run there. Judge and Gallo hit home runs. It was seven one. They left Cole in. He's pitching well. He ended the night giving up a home run. I feel like he does that a lot. It was just like, I don't know. We're up Gavin six Sheets. runs. Gavin yeah, Sheets. Yeah, another just... lefty just ran into one. It's fine. Left inning, six and a third, three runs, nine Ks. I mean, I'd prefer him not to give up three runs, but in the way the game was going, it was fine. Like, we just needed to get through the game. And yep. King helped us with that. Two and a third, one run. It was only Cole and King. It was a nice rest for everybody, it felt like. Nobody else had to pitch. And then Donaldson hit another uh, garbage time home run in the ninth. IKF sack fly made it 10-4. But all those runs, I mean, you never know, especially in Chicago. I feel like we always have crazy high-scoring games in Chicago. So it's always, it was good that we were able to step on their throats when we got ahead. Yeah, just, For sure. I thought it was going to flow right into Keuchel, too, because lefty, like, I don't know. I just thought we were just going to kill them every game, but it didn't happen. Yeah, I don't really know what it is about Dallas Keuchel. I mean, we have our history with the guy. But then he's coming in with a 70 RA. So I'm like, all right, doesn't matter, right? 70 RA. He stinks now, but he just didn't stink. I'm like, I don't even really. Just I don't baseball. Know. Just yeah. baseball. I, I, I don't. Baseball. Exactly. And this, this is the game most was, that's baseball oh, game I've seen I've ever watched. Like, it's that, so that, that's what I'm saying. And I don't even I don't want I don't even want to harp on it. Like I really don't. Like I I, I just really really don't. Yeah, um, literally the only notable things, honestly, from this whole game, like yeah, he, sh- he shut us down. Monty was like good or whatever, but we don't score for he didn't him. get he doesn't get any run support. Like I don't know what it is. I, I, two and five with him on the mound, which makes us like twenty-seven and four with everybody else pitching. Like it's just, I, I don't yeah. know if it's like a mental crutch or whatever. The only notable things I thought, like you said, was the ICAF base running was just bad, no excuse. And then, like you also said, Rizzo could have knocked that ball down. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the thing Dude. about him, where he he has such hot, soft hands. He tries to like pick everything, and in that situation, you have oh. to just keep it on the infield. Give us a chance. You're, you're not gonna want to hear this. You're not gonna want to hear this. I'm not, really. But big Luke Voigt would have just have gotten that ball. No chance. Zero. Not Dude, but all right, all right. Leave the it concept. Alone. No, the concept of just knocking the ball down. Voigt did. Rizzo just kind of like you just yeah, said. He didn't have to move. Like you. No. <laughs> no, but. <laughs> Um, Rizzo, yeah, I know he's gotten cute with it, and I don't know. It's kind of, and I know it's he's a first baseman, but it kind of feels like he kind of lost like, like a his first kind of like the way the infield was shifted. They were shaded up the middle, so he was like all the way out there. Like it wasn't I know. like a first base. It was a it was he should have knocked glo- it down. It was I'm not gonna side. freak out though. I'm not gonna freak out. Like he should have yeah. knocked it down, but yeah. Because like- after after that, like, best case, like, if he knocks it down, who knows if we even get it out. So then it's bases yeah, loaded, base one, out. loaded one out. Exactly. Yeah, and even if it isn't, it's like, you know, ground ball, maybe it's an out, maybe it's first and third, two outs. 
And then Jose Abreu. He was coming thinking up. double play. He was thinking the quick pick, the throw from the knees, the second. Like he just, I yeah. Don't, I don't know. He's no, and I also he's just been did, good for the most part. I yeah, think he, he goofed a couple, but he's been yeah. fine. I, I just Tim Anderson, like Chapman with runners aboard. I mean, that's just never going to change. It's just never going to change. And like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. He's just when someone gets on, they get in his head. I remember when Billy Hamilton did it on the Mets like a couple of years ago. And then JD Davis took him deep. Like, yeah, it's, just, it's little stuff like that. Figure it um, out, man. It's just, uh, it, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Um, so, you know, kind of disappointing. And IKF, like, he apologized after the game, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to give him a hard time. He, Runner on second, runner on third, fly ball to left field, left field, not right field, left field. The throw is closer to third base from left field. They're throwing right it in field. front of you. Like, come They're on. throwing it in front of you. I get it. If you want to draw the throw, you don't got to run there to draw the throw. Obviously, they're going to throw the ball. Run halfway and get your you-know-what back. Don't. Just no. Took the bat out of Aaron Judge's hands. And DJ with a runner in scoring position. And DJ. Too. And DJ who you 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 kept mentioning that DJ had been struggling. But DJ, like he had a couple games in in Chicago where he had like three hits, maybe one. Yeah, he, he was more just his like overall, like his average is down to like 270. Like just yeah. like more like long scope. I like he's like, I'm not gonna think he, him yeah, he's he he's shown signs of be actually being pretty good this year, so I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna no, get exactly too worried. But like, yeah, you can't take the bat out of those guys' hands. And it was like, ooh, we tied the game, but we're I, just gonna lose it. Kiyoka with a sack fly, like he never yes. does anything right with the bat. It's like he's actually that. he's actually looks fairly okay bit. at the plate. I just hate watching him field the position. Yeah, I mean, he's I just not. Don't like it. He's not. I don't even. Don't I don't even him. think about it. I don't even think about it at this point. It was just such a blah game. I don't even really want to go too deep in it. We lost three to two, and we had to go into this last game. And I mean, Luke, you, you talked about him the first time. Let's talk about him again. He just dropped the hammer. He he did like pretty much the same thing. Most like we. He got three runs on one hit, which was funny. Kopech just walked in everybody, walked the park. And, yeah, I mean, Nestor just took that and ran with it. And the offense, you could tell, they kind of, like, checked out. They're like, dude, this is our guy. Like, he's not – we're fine. And it's just how it went. It was 3-1 three three like the whole day. No, 3-0 three, three the whole day. Then Nestor left a home run with one on the eighth. And then Gallo insurance bomb. Like, that's literally the entire game. Joey, Joey, man, Joey, man. Play like what? Why? <laughs> like why is, is he? Why is he doing exactly what you said he, he was going to do? Just good enough to get that bag. He's he was gonna play like you know what for God knows how long, and then he was just gonna go three weeks of just tearing it up. 
and then he was just going to middle off. And he was going to play well again. But it was, like you just said, just good enough to get the contract. And then he's just going to finesse. Oh, 2-10, but <laughs> the shift. The wind was blowing in We're sometimes. Gonna... It's like, oh. We're just going to justify him hitting 2-10, right? Right? Yeah, because yeah. of the shift. Because the shift, yeah. He automatically won't strike out anymore It's because it, the shift. It, it gets in his eyes. He doesn't like it. Yeah, can't okay. see the ball. You can't see the ball. But, you know, last, I think, 15 or 16 games, he's got over 1,000 OPS. He's been hitting home yeah, runs. He's been hitting home runs. Just, that's what, just that's hit what home happened. runs. Like, if you're going to hit 200, hit home runs. No, Don't just to, not like... hit. Just if he's hitting home runs, we're in a better spot. Last year, he was hitting home runs, sort of. This year, he wasn't. Yeah. He so he was really he was so okay with us last year. He hit like 13 home runs, but like he this year he hit he's hit like none. So he's got to hit home runs. He hit 13 Just, home runs with us last year. 10 or 10 or 13. It was in, in that it's range. A, it's a it was double digits. Double digits. But Joey, uh, it's fine. But Nestor went freaking eight innings. It was awesome. The dude. This okay, Luke. Here, here's the game where it's you're going against one of the best offensive teams in baseball against left-handed starting pitcher. If there was a game that Nestor Cortez was going to be bad, he wouldn't have chosen, or that that would have been the game. That would have been the game. And he had one of had one of his best starts of his season, best starts of his career. The guy is an absolute battler. And I think after a start like this, you could start talking about Nestor Cortez like a Cy Young candidate. Laugh all you want. Look at the stats. <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, he's our ace, man. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Dude, I'm just thinking about a world where we win game one and it's game two. And then it's like, oh, my God, it's Nestor. And he just shoves. Yeah. He's, he's the game two thing that they were looking for with the Davy and Hap where they tried to get all cute. Like, this is that. But it's This is as like, cute, and it's good. And it works. Exactly. Exactly. Correct. Yeah, no, I mean, great, great stretch of games. It's fun to talk about when we just win every game. Seven and two since the last time we spoke. I mean, that's – That's beautiful. And it – and it's like, okay, you beat the Royals, you beat the Rangers, you beat the Orioles. Like, all right, how about three out of four in Chicago? Like, that's not easy. And I don't care. Smacking they, the Blue Jays, too. Right, right. Smacking even the Blue Jays. That's, I don't even. Still yeah. a good win. I don't know. Like, people like to say, oh, well, they beat the Whites. Or I don't know if people actually like to say this. But, like, people might say, oh, well, they beat the White Sox. They're struggling. The White Sox still have really good hitters. We faced Cease, who had a 2-5 ERA. We faced Kopech, who had pitched 31 innings and hadn't given up a run. And in this last game, he couldn't find the strike zone. And he gave up three runs on two, walk, two walks and a wild pitch. I didn't want to talk about this game. I just wanted to focus on Nestor. He, like, he just pitched – Kopech pitched well against us. Actually, our bats in this game were pretty dead. Like they were oh, pretty they were dead. terrible. No, they were like terrible. pretty dead the last two nights. Yeah. You know, after scoring what twenty five runs in the first two games, it's bound to know, happen. It's bound to happen. So, you know, 
but we saw these good pitchers and we still were able to win. And that's very good because, you know, a team, a team, you're not validating yourself. We're dominating and we're validating. And, you know, that's just really cool to see. So, so. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what else to say other than this episode was brought to you by Z89. Tune into Z89.1 FM if you're in the central New York area or tr- turn up Z89 on your R- iHeartRadio app. You can also listen to the Monument Bark podcast on Z89.com as well as YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Luke, anything else to add? Like anything like interesting or cool or funny or something just not nice about someone on the Yankees? Like now's your time to tell it. Um, <laughs> good to see you forgot to mention this was your thing, but we have guys in the minors that are playing well too. And Ender and Ciarte and Anduhar. I mean, yeah. we know Anduhar can hit, but he's like hitting, hitting. And then Enciarte. Like it feels good to look over our shoulder to know we have Heel in the minors could come up and be in the bullpen. We have Clark Schmidt coming up and down. You know, he could give us big outs. And then we have guys that can play the field and guys that can hit, too. So I'm How about Inciarte, a multi-time Gold Glove Award winner in center field? A guy that's, you know, yeah, he did get cut by the World Series Braves last year and he went on to win the World Series. But, like, that he's a veteran. So it's like you, you know that he's, like, seen it before. And Andujar. Dude's just hitting rocks. Rakes. He rakes. Over and no, over and it's over. It's just comfortable. Like, I'm just, I feel comfortable about the state of the team. Overall. I do too. Obviously, I'm going to get worked up about Gallo and Dicks all the time because they course. stink, but that's yeah. just life. No, yeah. Nothing else. This is all good vibes. For sure. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and watching, and we will catch you guys next week. Peace. Peace.